Let us stand. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the week, two of the disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about 11 kilometers from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Clopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, He walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. These were saying, The Lord has, also, has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Let us be seated. 
Have you ever been told a joke where you didn't quite get the punchline? Or maybe there was some concept taught in school that just seemed impossible to grasp. Or you were told everything you needed to hear, no details were skipped, but something just seemed to go right over your head. I know of many who love going to art museums and can spend hours appreciating great works of art. For me, though, after about 20 minutes of looking at paintings, they all start to look the same. I know I'm missing something, and I can't get the same enjoyment as many others. That's basically the position the two disciples on the road to Emmaus found themselves in. As they walked along, Jesus was with them, but they didn't recognize him. In fact, this seemed to be a common pattern. Those who saw Jesus after the resurrection at first couldn't recognize him. Now, before the resurrection, there were many who didn't realize who Jesus was. Many saw his miracles but couldn't believe. Lots heard the message of good news and were still eager to put Jesus to death. But it's very strange that his closest friends, who had hoped that he was indeed the long-awaited Savior, weren't initially able to recognize Jesus after his resurrection. This past Easter, we reflected on the strangeness of the first Easter. The empty tomb, the vision of angels, the stone rolled away. These were very strange things and caused lots of confusion among the disciples who just didn't understand what they were witnessing. But despite the strangeness of the resurrection, these closest friends of Jesus should have been able to recognize our Savior. He was right there before their eyes. Now they knew all the right things. As they walked along the road, they were able to retell the story of the life of Jesus in great detail. They knew of his miracles and of his message. So their inability to recognize Jesus wasn't because they didn't know enough. No, something else clouded their vision, and this is no small thing. That first Easter day should have been a great day of joy, but clouded vision kept led to their sadness. The first Easter day should have been a day of light, but clouded vision kept the disciples from appreciating the truth of what was going on around them, and they didn't even know it. A key detail in understanding this bit of scripture is found when we look at what the disciples were doing at the beginning of the gospel. Uh, They were walking away from Jerusalem. Throughout the gospels, Jesus is seen moving toward Jerusalem. It's where his saving work would take place. The trek these disciples were taking away from that city was going against the efforts of the Savior. I think this is the point the writer is making. We won't understand Jesus if we're walking the wrong way. As long as the decisions we make or the way we live our lives doesn't match the plan of God, our Maker's ways won't make sense, and his presence may even remain hidden from us. 
It's so easy to be like those disciples who walked along the road to Emmaus with Jesus. They knew all the right things. They had first-hand knowledge of the power of God, but they couldn't recognize the presence of the Savior next to them. And so instead of being full of joy, they were full of sadness. Many of us have spent years in Catholic schools, but worry and anxiety still creep in. And we find ourselves wishing for more faith or trust in God. It's a sure sign that we're in the same position as those disciples, that we're not recognizing God who is right with us. There's definitely some great news, though. Even if we're going the wrong way and cannot recognize him, Jesus still walks with us and urges us in his ways. To those disciples along the road, Jesus worked in their hearts by opening the scriptures, by reminding them of God's word. We do the same thing at every Mass. Yes, we've heard the scriptures many times. Maybe some here have memorized many passages. But we come here because we know God's word always has more to reveal. This is where God walks with us. When they finally arrived at Emmaus, Jesus broke bread with the disciples. It's what happens at Mass, too. Again, we know what's going to happen when we come to church. What we do can sometimes seem strange, but there's no real surprises here. And there's no better place to recognize the presence of Jesus among us than at the altar, where he breaks bread and offers to us his very self. This is why we come to Mass. It's why these children want to make their first communion. Mass is for those who are foolish. In truth, Jesus calls his disciples foolish for their inability to recognize his presence. But it was to those same foolish disciples that without hesitation, in love, he reached out, walked with, and shared his very self. We come here because Mass is for those who can't always see Jesus. There's lots outside the doors of this place to distract us from God or to say that God isn't really there or that he offers nothing against the dangers of the world. In this place, though, we join the disciples who discovered that Jesus has been with them all along, urging them in his ways. Mass is for those who aren't going in the right direction. For the disciples, we heard about in the gospel, uh, their encounter with Jesus was a turning point. Once they recognized his presence through a simple meal, they headed out for a return trip to Jerusalem to the rest of the church, despite the dangers of traveling in the dark at night. Clearly, the disciples first found on the road to Emmaus went through a change. At the beginning of the gospel, they were sad because they believed they had lost something forever, the presence of their Savior. By the end, however, through the opening of God's word and the breaking of bread like we do here each week, these same disciples were finally able to clearly see that Jesus was with them always. Sometimes, Clear vision comes naturally. 
Some have received the gift of faith and always know God is with them. For many, however, that kind of faith, that vision needed to always recognize God with us, takes practice and work, time and attention, like what these children have been doing through, during their preparation for this day. This we're happy to do through our church and through our prayer. Maker of all things, like those disciples found on the road to Emmaus, your people often travel through life with hearts filled with sadness and worry. Through the work of the Holy Spirit, help remove from us all that prevents us from recognizing the presence of your Son with us, all that keeps us from walking in your ways. Through this and every Mass, may our appreciation of your word increase and our dedication to your Son be renewed. In his name, we offer our prayers. Amen.